Welcome to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join me for the next hour as today's performers of medieval, renaissance, and baroque music bring to life the music of the distant past. We're investigating the moniker Monica this week on Harmonia. We'll trace a tune dubbed Monica that was popular throughout Europe for two centuries. We'll shine a spotlight on violinist Monica Huggett, and we'll hear music for the glass harmonica, plus a featured release from Monica Grop and the Helsinki Baroque Orchestra with music by Joseph Martin Krauss.
we heard Tarquinio Merula's Ballo Detto Eccardo and Ballo Detto Policio, performed by the ensemble La Monica. Stay with us. Many more Monica monikers coming right up. What's in a name? Lots, at least when it comes to the name Monica. One of early music's most famous Monicas on the scene today is English violinist Monica Huggett, a fixture in the field of historical performance for the better part of the last four decades. Monica Huggett was only six when she started playing the violin, an instrument that has since taken her all over the world teaching and performing. In 1982, Monica founded her chamber ensemble Sonnerie, a group with which she has made countless recordings. Let's hear some music from their 1993 recording, a CD of 17th century English chamber music.
We heard Thomas Baltazar's John Come Kiss Me Now from the Division Violin. Monica Huggett and Trio Sonnerie performed. Quite apart from her own trio, Monica Huggett's recording collaborations with other ensembles have, over the course of her career, grown to the hundreds. And she continues to make new recordings in her current role as artistic director of both the Irish Baroque Orchestra in Dublin and the Portland Baroque Orchestra in Oregon. Here's a track from Portland Baroque's most recent recording of Bach concertos for one, two, and three violins.
We heard the Portland Baroque Orchestra in the closing Allegro of Bach's D minor triple violin concerto, BWV 1064. Violinist Monica Huggett was joined in that performance by fellow soloists Carla Moore and Rob Diggins. In 2009, Monica Huggett was named the first artistic director of the Juilliard School's then newly inaugurated historical performance program. Monica currently continues her relationship with the school as an artist-in-residence and artistic advisor, training a new generation of early music performers. Recently, the faculty ensemble-in-residence at Juilliard, Juilliard Baroque, made a recording of the French chamber music of François Couperin.
We heard the opening sonade of François Couperin's premier ordre, La François, from his 1726 collection Les Nations, performed by Monica Huggett and members of Juilliard Baroque. You can become a fan of Harmonia Early Music on Facebook. Just search for Harmonia Early Music. We're listening to music about the name Monica in this hour, and this might be a stretch, but it's hard to resist playing some music written for the glass harmonica. Not to be confused with the mouth-blown harmonica played by many of today's blues and folk musicians, the 18th century glass harmonica was a popular but short-lived musical instrument. Making music with water-filled glasses is something people have been doing for ages. An early European reference to the musical glasses can be seen in a woodcut illustration from 1492 in Gaffurius's Teorica Musicae. Pictured in the illustration are several glasses sitting on a table, each filled with different amounts of water so that they produce different pitches when hit with a mallet. Sound could also be produced by stroking the rims of the glasses with the fingers. But it wasn't until Benjamin Franklin heard a concert of glass music while he was in England that the harmonica, in its proper and most popular form, was invented. Elaborating on the very simple concept, Franklin mechanized the water glasses. Rather than tuning the glasses with varying amounts of water, he fashioned glasses of many sizes with different diameters and thicknesses and then fitted them together concentrically along the length of a spindle, which was rotated by a pedal. Large glasses produced the bass notes, while the smaller glasses made higher pitches. Franklin's design allowed for the glass rims to be much closer together, making it easier for performers to play chords and attempt more complicated music. The instrument was a sensation in Europe. Marie Antoinette is said to have played the instrument, as did the good doctor Franz Mesmer, who used it as a tool to mesmerize patients in his hypnosis practice. And composers, more than you might think, began writing serious music for the harmonica, among them Donizetti, Mozart, Beethoven, Haas, and many other minor composers. Let's hear a piece by one of those minor composers, the little-known Karl Leopold Röhlich.
We heard Thomas Bloch performing Carl Leopold Röhlich's Grave and Commodetto from his Kleine Tonstücke of 1789, written for glass harmonica. You're listening to Harmonia, a program of early music that comes to you from the studios of WFIU at Indiana University. Partial support for Harmonia comes from Penco Incorporated of Bedford, Indiana. Partial support also comes from Early Music America, presenting EMA's annual Young Performers Festival on the web at earlymusic.org. I'm Angela Mariani. Welcome back to Monica Monikers. La Monica was a tune popular throughout Europe from the 16th century to the 18th, but its roots are in an Italian folk tune called Madre non mi far monaca, Mother, don't make me become a nun. We heard Philippe Jaruski singing the folk tune Madre Non Mi Far Monaca. This song is about a girl resisting her fate to be confined to a convent and was most well known in France by the title Une Jeune Fillette. In Germany, the Monica tune circulated with many different texts and was eventually even set to the text Helft mir Gott es Güte preisen and was printed in Lutheran hymnals, while in England, La Monica became the Queen's Alman. Thank you. 
We heard Bertrand Cuyer play a variation on an English reincarnation of La Monica, the Queen's Alman, set by William Byrd in the Fitzwilliam Virginal book. Here's another instrumental set of variations on the tune La Monica, this one for Dulcian, a type of early bassoon, by German composer Philipp Friedrich Bödecker.
we heard Philip Friedrich Boedeker's Sonata Sopra La Monica, performed on Dulcian by Jeremy Papasergio. You can find hundreds of archived episodes, playlists, and podcasts online at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Our last Monica moniker this hour is Finnish mezzo-soprano Monica Grope. She performs with the Helsinki Baroque Orchestra on our featured release of Arias and Overtures by composer Joseph Martin Krauss. The disc features several of Krauss's works that until now have never been recorded. Krauss's sacred aria Parvum Quando Cerno Deum is one of the premieres included on this disc. Written in 1776, possibly for a local church nearby, Krauss would have been about 20 years old at the time of its composition. It's a sweet lullaby about Mary and baby Jesus with lovely intertwining solos for the voice, violin, winds, and horns.
That was the aria Parvum Quando Cerno Deum by Joseph Martin Krauss, performed by the Helsinki Baroque Orchestra with mezzo-soprano Monica Grope. Joseph Martin Krauss was Mozart's exact contemporary. Both were born in 1756, Mozart in Salzburg, Krauss in Miltenberg in central Germany. But Krauss didn't stay in Germany. When he was 22, he took off for Stockholm and within a couple years was appointed deputy Kapellmeister in the court of Gustav III. Krauss was a well-traveled man. In 1782, Gustav financed a European tour for the composer to Germany, Austria, Italy, England, and France, where he absorbed the latest musical styles and met important composers like Gluck and Haydn. Several of the songs on this disc reflect these travels, the texts written in Italian or French. But at home in Stockholm, Krauss composed some of his songs in Swedish. Here's a little Swedish song he wrote as an insertion aria intended as a musical interlude during a play. We heard Johann Krauss's Ormina Uma Sukarklaga. The original manuscript was lost in a theater fire in 1827, but has been reconstructed for this performance, given by the Helsinki Baroque Orchestra and Monica Grope. Learn more about recent early music CDs on the Harmonia Early Music podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or at harmoniaearlymusic.org.
Harmonia is a production of WFIU and part of the educational mission of Indiana University. Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music. We welcome your thoughts about any part of this program or about early music in general. You can leave a comment or question anytime by visiting harmoniaearlymusic.org and clicking on Contact. The writer for this edition of Harmonia is Janelle Davis. Thanks to our studio engineer Mike Pashkash and our staff, John Bailey, Elizabeth Clark, and Joe Getz. Additional technical support comes from KTTZ at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. Our producer is Luann Johnson, and I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia.